Welcome to Build the Weight Loss Practice of Your Dreams. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and today we are talking about onboarding your new team members for your practice, whether it's a medical practice, surgical practice, really any practice, but how to onboard them properly. And onboarding is different than orientation, which is more of a process checklist sort of a thing, but onboarding can take literally three months to a year, but it's so important because this can often make the difference between whether a new team member that you really enjoy and want in your practice stays or job hops to somewhere else. So you can make this experience outstanding for them. And I'm going to share with you some tips on how to do that. In fact, this entire month, we are focusing on how to hire and uh, to maintain a high-performing uh, and loyal team in your practice. It's all the things, hiring, onboarding, uh, what that really looks like and how to make it happen. But for purposes today, I really wanna focus on the onboarding part because it does differentiate you from other practices or other locations where they may have worked. So it's really important. And one of the first things you can do is to streamline the entire process by having all your required documentation for employment in one place for them. So whether it's a portal that they go in and log into and fill everything out, whether it's a one document that they can download and they complete and send back to you, no matter how your practice does it, because we work with practices who are like just starting out all the way to multi-million dollar revenue uh, practices. So there's lots of different ways to do this and keeping it simple is important, but having everything in one place helps show that you are very organized and that you do have a process in place for all new team members. The next thing you can do is keep them engaged before they even start. So what does that look like? It's a thank you card that comes from the team members are going to be working with or the, everyone in the entire organization. It could be a welcome video that you send them. It could be a welcome audio that you send them. It could be a little welcome gift that you send them with some swag from your office. Uh, anything to keep them engaged and excited before they even show up on your doorstep is really something that can also set you apart and help get them really excited about their new position. The third thing you can do is to pair them up with an outstanding team member and make sure that they spend time, of course, with that team member, but they also spend time with their immediate supervisor, practice administrator, and yes, the physician uh, or the practitioners in the practice, or at least one of them, whoever is taking the lead role. Uh, they, I know a lot of times practices avoid this because they think he's he or she is way too busy to be doing that with our employees. But what it does is if you take that person, you share with them the how you how your practice got started a little bit about your story and what your vision is for the future and how they fit into it wow it really helps because they think this person is taking time for me they know that i'm an important part they recognize that i can be an important contributor to this team and they are helping me see the vision so that i can really feel a part of it and really be uh, energized and excited about how I can make a difference in this organization. Because by and large, most people don't want to just go to a job to go to a job. They want to go there to be fulfilled as well and to also serve their uh, financial responsibilities and their life responsibilities at home. So we want to get this off to a great start. and That's a wonderful way to do it. The next thing you can do is just do have a training checklist as we talked about um, and outline what you want to have happen and what you want to have accomplished over the next 90 days. So spread it out a bit, you know, rather than overwhelm them all at the very, the very first week and then set them free so that they have to go function independently. And I know there's practices where you are just 
you have to have somebody in, the, in, in place, but really taking the time with them and letting them get acclimated is very helpful for this. So you wanna have that list and go through it with them. Um, it's a process onboarding that takes three months to up to a year, as I mentioned. Uh, so we wanna make sure that we do make this a positive experience. You also wanna use a specific job description or position contract, depending on how you have it. I have lots of samples of, of both job dis position descriptions and uh, as well some position contracts for many of the positions in practices but when you have that it shares with them exactly what the goal is that they're accomplishing what is that what are they responsible for make sure that you include outcomes and a position contract though uh, in contrast to just a description is it's actually they're signing that this is what I'm signing up for this is what I know I am here to do so it can help make a bit of a difference uh, in that so they understand the goals, the key performance indicators, so that they know what they're being evaluated on. That's really helpful. The other thing is to consider an online training portal uh, or one location for them to get some of the basic orientation things uh, out of the way. So some of the common things they need to know about your practice, about some of your um, you know, payroll processes, some of those sorts of things. If you can put it into a training uh, portal, while that may seem a bit uh, maybe less personal, it's really information that everyone needs to know. And it actually, if you don't have that in place and you put it in place, it's a good thing for your current employees to review. It shows that you're fair, you know, you have set policies and procedures in place. It helps provide some stability for them. It also saves a lot of time because one person doesn't have to go over that with every new employee. It's all right there. So those basics are there and then you spend your time with them really getting into the nitty gritty of how to implement uh, what needs to get done. So that can be a really helpful thing and very uh, uh, save a lot of time and energy to have it all in one place in one portal. Yes, it takes some time to set up, but once it's there, it saves you a lot of time in the long run. So that's something that's really helpful is perhaps some on online training. The other thing is to explain what winning looks like. Now, I know that may sound kind of strange, but for their position that they're holding, as well as for your patients and for your practice, what is, what is winning? What does a job well done look like? If you share that with them, then they can actually aspire to make that happen. And they get kind of excited about that. Uh, and it's a great way to also add, you know, just something different in your practice. The other thing you can, you should do is schedule frequent one-on-ones. There's nothing worse than having somebody come in, tell them, here's your job, sit with, you know, Susie, Mary, whoever it is over here, and then in a week, you're gonna be on your own. So scheduling frequent one-on-ones with uh, perhaps whoever's orienting them or training them as well as a supervisor, or at least with the supervisor, having those frequently, you know, at least once a week as they're going through this is really helpful. So you can actually, they know that you care, ask them what's working, what frustrations may they have, what questions do they have? What additional training do they feel like they need? It helps save you from having someone investing a lot of time in someone and then all of a sudden they're like, nope, not the job for me. And they just walk up, get up and leave after you've just invested, uh, you know, two weeks or a month or longer with them. So making sure that you're frequently checking in with them is really helpful. And then finally, also have them experience your services and products. I've mentioned this before, but it is really helpful. If they actually use your products, they will be able to promote them much better. If they use your services, uh, whether they need to lose weight or not, it's something that can really be helpful. They can share some personal experience. If you're a weight loss uh, surgeon, a bariatric surgeon, having them actually go in and view one of the surgeries and make sure they watch your webinar, that they see what the patients go through through that entire authorization process if you're using insurance or whatever requirements are necessary 
going with you in clinic, seeing those interactions before and afterwards, seeing the excitement from your patients, it is something that is really helpful. It helps bring everything home for them, really gives them the vision for this is why we do what we do every single day. It's because of the patient outcomes. That's what's most important. So if you make that a part of your onboarding process, it really can make a huge difference as well. So I know this sounds like a lot of work, but in the long run, if you follow at least some of these practices or all of them, you will find that you will streamline things. It will save you time and money in the long run. So I hope this is helpful. If you want any further uh, information, you just want to talk through some things going on in your practice or ways you can implement this in your practice, reach out to me, Carol, K-A-R-O-L at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. I'm always here and I love talking to different uh, new practices. If you're not a member of Baratric Business Boss, check it out, baratricbusinessboss.com. And um, in the meantime, I hope you and your team are having a great day and uh, really making, of course, as we all do, a difference in the lives of your patients. So take care.